You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. Definitely take one. Yeah, this is definitely take one. Uh, Uh, Episode number 13 of the motherfucking podcast. Yeah, the lucky episode or (laughs) unlucky episode. Spooky. Depending on how superstitious you are. This is this is a spooky episode. We're we're we made sure that everything that could possibly kill us was taken down off the walls, except this giant mirror behind us. I suppose yeah. this could always break loose and cut us in half. That's possible. It could, could happen. We could do a Bloody Mary. It probably would. Ooh. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Ah! So now we're having auditions for the new singer of MF Records. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm dead now because of a lady in a mirror. We got John Skibicki. Yeah, Johnny Skibbs is here. He's yeah. in town visiting for uh, for G- Logan's wedding this weekend. Say hi there, Skibbs. Hello. Gene Skibbins. Yeah, the man. Sorry. You've all heard his editing techniques. You've heard his samples and, and other badassery that he has to the podcast, and now he's actually sitting down to talk with us. So yeah. welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you're in town because of Logan's wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was on Friday the, the 13th. 13th. <laughs> <laughs> See, Spooky guys. And, and we really, nobody here has any idea if that was a deliberate thing that no, Logan and no idea. did. We could ask them. Yeah, we could ask them. Could. We could. If they weren't on their honeymoon in Europe right now. Yes. Also, if we just remember to ask him the next time we see him at practice. Oh, we're going to be over that shit we'll by the time he gets back. About it. We're going to be like, oh, yeah, you got married semi-recently. Um, <laughs> semi-recently. I, I think Logan's probably having a great time on his honeymoon already. Yeah. And and here's why. is like I know he enjoys traveling with the band, but I'll bet the fact that he gets to go with his wife, he doesn't have to deal with us, and he just gets to kind of hang out and eat delicious food every day. I'll bet he's liking it better than going on tour. Mm, yeah, yes and no, I guess. Yeah. It's easier for him to step away from cigarette smoke. Yeah. And he's probably just like breathing fresh air over there like, finally! But he's in France. Everybody smokes cigarettes in France. They're all just walking around like puffing cigarettes around him like on the train and stuff and really? slapping him with baguettes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to France. I've never been to France either. But I, I think we're 100% right. Everything I've I seen Paris. I've seen France. You've seen me in my underpants. <laughs> <laughs> Way more times probably than either one of us would care to admit. No, I, anyway. all, my, all my info on the French comes from uh, Pepe Le Pew um, cartoons. That's it? That's all you got? That's all I got. I've got Looney Tunes and... and, and, and it's a whole it, country, and you just base it off of a skunk cartoon. Yeah, just just rife with French stereotypes. So, no, I have I have no idea what it's like over there. But I do know people smoke a lot. You know who we could ask? Who? Logan. When he gets back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, so congratulations to Logan. Congratulations to his wife Becky. Becky we had a good time what was, what Becky, was some Becky O'Connor yeah she's Becky yeah. O'Connor now Becky or Logan White or Logan White which Logan I think Lack? 
Logan White. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lounge singer. Yeah. There you go. Logan White. Logan White. <laughs> I think uh, I kind of feel like Logan should keep Becky's name. Not just because it's progressive, but White is just like, it's kind of a tough ass name. You know what I mean? My name's Logan White. <laughs> Yeah, but O'Connor sounds like he can get punched in the mouth pretty easy, too. Yeah, yeah, but, like, Walter White, you know, was that character from that popular television series Breaking Bad, and he was he was a badass guy that everybody, like, looks up to and stuff, right? Yeah, but he didn't look... He didn't, oh, there's the mail. Oh, the mail's here! Hold on! Hold on! Is it Mr. McFurley? Let me, get, let me get my sweater. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Oh, won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? What is it, Tony? It's for Laura Wilburn. Oh, okay. It, can we open it? Is it underwear? I'm sure I'm not that interested in the clothes. Okay, all right. False alarm. I thought, I thought maybe you planned that or something. <laughs> I do wonder what it is now, now that you've talked about it more than one second. Usually they put it on the table and forget about it. Won't let it be a delay pedal. Won't let it be a delay pedal. What is Laura in some wire? <laughs> yeah, it's unfair. The world is unfair, man. Actually, I looked at I looked at some pedals this week. I'm like I'm oh, for your, for I'm your... looking to invest in in a pedal series. Like I found uh, I found this website that like had a list of a bunch of the stuff that Mike Patton uses, and uh, I, I want to get a Korg Chaos pad for doing samples and effects, and a uh, uh, what's what's the other one the um, the TC Helicon mm -hmm. uh, has has some new pedal series that they just put out that's fucking badass, man. And don't look at me; he knows all about that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you watched yeah. some of the videos on that stuff, John? Uh, when I worked at Guitar Center once in a long, 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 long time ago, we had a whole like TC Electronics like little you know promo video that we had to go through. So uh, some of the rack mount stuff, it, it's pretty. Pretty dope. Some of the rack mount stuff, because mm -hmm. this was just this was just a pedal like. Yeah, that's more like a entry level. Like, hey, I kind of want to get into some of these things, and then like when you're like, I am ready to be professional, then you get rack mount stuff. <laughs> okay, tell me about that. Like, like because uh, because I'm I'm wanting yeah, to. John, John, he wants you to sell him on it. <laughs> well, no, because I'm looking. Flash, flashback to like Listen, man, year old John. I'm out of the GC <laughs> game, man. I don't want that discount. It's not worth it, man. <laughs> You can't clock out for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you can't clock out for lunch. Oh, there was a whole big thing where they wouldn't like. I don't remember how it ended up happening. There was a class action lawsuit, but there was something like you would clock in and then you didn't clock out for lunch. And they, they did funny things with like, you know, just clocking in. And they're like, oh, there's a class action lawsuit, blah, blah, blah. And I got a check for like $7. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because they've just been nickel and diming all their employees yeah. across the board. And just like falsifying something. Like, I wish I knew more about it. Like, all my friends I worked there were like, fucking finally. But I was just like, I'd really work for further discount. Like, I <laughs> could care less about anything. Ty worked there for a long time. And it yeah, was the same so. thing where he was working there for the discount and like basically just to get drum shit. But dude, that sounds like... Like, that's like the scam from Office Space. Like, where they're just trying to fleece people for <laughs> fractions of a penny and stuff like that, and they spread it out. Mm -hmm. And then, so they just, like, took $7 from each one of you guys. <laughs> made a fortune in lunches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But, uh... 
But yeah, no, I, I, I am looking to, to move into some vocal processing and stuff like that. And you and I should talk since you're kind of a tech dude out there. And any of you guys who are listening right now who are like total fucking gear nerds, uh, send me some of your suggestions for what I might use in my fucking vocal chain that uh, I'm looking to develop. Keeping in mind one stipulation. It's got to be durable. Well, it's got to it's it's be, be durable. It's got to be durable. So, number one. It's it's also gotta have GPS tracking on it, so yeah, just in yeah. case I shed it. It's got it's gotta have a magnet that attaches to human skin, so that. <laughs> you mean glue, dude? Speak, <laughs> dude. dude. All right, yeah, let's just glue it to him, dude. Uh, speaking of which, fucking, I can't. So Logan gave me his rings to hold on to because I was co-best man with his brother, right? Yeah. He gave me the rings to hold on to, and fucking. I can't tell you how many times people double-checked with me to make sure I had the rings. <laughs> They're like, you still have the rings, right? Yes, you mean since the last time you asked me an hour ago? As a matter of fact, I do. I've got them real safe. Logan asked me, Marshall asked me, the judge asked me. Like, and then, of course, of course, I'm like, I'm going to show those motherfuckers. I'm going to hold onto the rings nice and tight and have exactly where they need to be. Maybe I'll even make everyone panic a little bit by pretending I don't know where they are. And then I'll present them intact, like nothing wrong with them. And as soon as I opened up the ring box, fucking Becky's ring just goes, ting, ting, ting. <laughs> falls out on the ground. Fucking, like, if it had rolled into a crack in the floor, I think I would have just walked away. <laughs> I would have been like, it's been really great being your friend, Logan. <laughs> I, uh, I understand if you never want to see me again. Goodbye, everybody. Have a nice day. I need uh, to get out of here before I ruin somebody's life. That's fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All this on Friday the 13th? Come on. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it was so fun. What was uh, what was some of your favorite parts of the wedding, Tom? That was one of my favorite parts. Your speech, your speech you gave to Logan and Becky, uh, their whole ceremony was really great. That was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, actually, my favorite part of the wedding, interestingly enough, maybe, is uh, watching Becky's dad's face watching them get married. Oh, yeah, because he's a tough guy. Well, I, I was just standing where like, I had pretty much kind of a view because I was, like I don't know, fourth in line or some shit. And uh, so I could see that. I could just see how happy he was, and it was like really cool to see that. Mm-hmm. That was probably my favorite part. Of it. Oh yeah, he he was tearing up, man. And uh, and he's a he's a tough kind of biker dude. Oh, and he's I got found, the last name White, dude. And I found <laughs> out, I found out um, he uh, he's a Union stagehand. Like he was a right, Union right. stagehand for for a couple decades. That's cool. And uh, he knows like a girl I grew up with from the time I was like a very little child uh, like one of my first friends like I referred to her as my cousin when we were growing up um, they worked together in fact I guess she stayed at his house for a little bit uh, she was like so we knew them and he he knew uh my buddy Alex Roshetniak, who worked for um, worked for the Denver Center and the Galleria and stuff like that, and uh, actually was one of the co-founders of the Denver Cruiser Run. Uh, yeah, it was just really small world type of stuff. But then, yeah, seeing him at the wedding, you know, getting all misty, watching Becky get married off was uh, that was pretty yeah. cool. And the show was fun too. The show was fucking awesome, dude. The show was. Really I fun. wish we had gotten a recording of it. 
Yeah, um, the Staggers. Playing with the Staggers, that was a great time. The Staggers set was great. You guys sounded awesome. Fucking Laura was on fire. That's always a good time. You know, I'm jamming with my family up there. Fucking, yeah. It was, doesn't get much better than that. It was very cool. The um, It was pretty cool with Ruckus, too, though, you know? Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's you know, I mean, you guys are great. Yeah, I it's mean, cool. You're like total dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, oh like you no, you know what? I, I like you I forgot. I forgot oh. to. T- I forgot to tell you this. This was. This was a major high point for me. Is uh, Ty's wife, Jesse, came uh, yeah, came wife. came up to me after the show, uh, after we got done playing, and she was just like, she was like, I haven't been to a show in so long. You know, I don't see you guys live nearly as much as I used to. So it's really easy for me to kind of like forget how good you guys are oh. she was like she was like it's it's hard a lot of the times because ty's gone so much and and you know i you know the times when i could really use his help with the boys and and uh and and it, it can be hard you know just feeling like he's gone a lot and like going on the road and she goes she goes and, and i'll get mad at you guys and be like What's so important? It's just a bunch of monkeys jumping around and making noise. I, and that she, was like, and she's right. And she's right. <laughs> but she was like, she was like, I really need to start coming to shows more because I'm like watching you guys play and just going, fuck, they are so good. And a hundred people, like a hundred people in a in a hundred different places, could say that they really like what we do and say what it really means, or say they say they like what we do and you know say they love the band and whatnot. But it means so much more when it's like one of the wives or someone on like the inner circle that just like expresses that appreciation. He's had to sacrifice. Yeah, you know, like it's it's easy to like a band when you don't have to sacrifice anything to be a fan of that band. Yeah. But when you're the fucking drummer's wife, and we're on. You know a how hard it is to impress the guitar player's wife. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Laura, check it out. <laughs> Great job, babe. Yeah. She, she likes it, but, you know, it's, but it, she's part of it. But, but well, and music, music is her life. You know, she's she's immersed in it. She's yeah. she's a pro, too. It's like it's like two electricians talking to each other and going, Hey, man, look, I wired this thing. Oh, that's amazing. You did such a good job. It's like, yeah, of course you did. Do your job, jackass, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I would hope so. You know, <laughs> that's how Laura sees me playing guitar. She's like, she's like, yeah, keep practicing. If you start to suck, we're gonna have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> what What were some of the high points for you, John? Um, show was definitely kick ass, and then uh, hanging out with uh, Tay for a bit, like. I only oh, met yeah. him a handful of times, and that dude was cracking me up the whole time. Was that was really dude. cool. That's gonna be one of Tay's songs. Is the commentary today? Yeah, yeah. One of Tay's songs is the commentary today. Yeah, oh, yeah one, one, one of the yeah. Spunk bunk. Yeah, we'll get into that later on in the program. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for uh, all the five star reviews you're going to get us. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It does help. It makes a difference. Even if you give us a one star review because you think that this show is total garbage, um, that you know helps the uh, algorithm. I don't know why you would want to help us if the show was total garbage, but it would be really nice of you if you did. <laughs> yeah, if you do hate us, go ahead and give us a one-star review. Right? Yeah, not, well, I mean... Is, is that what you're saying? Is it, that how it works? John, I, you would know better. It's better it's, than it, no reviews. Yeah, <laughs> right. it is better than no reviews. It actually, right. like, it's the way the algorithm works. Dude. And then it's you long. can tell people to listen to the Screw one-star all of you and all podcast. your ideas. In fact, I'll bet even if you got 
all one-star reviews. Like, I'll bet if you were the most hated podcast on iTunes, you would, like, still be one of the most popular podcasts on iTunes. It's like people just, like, love to hate you. Like, if Hitler had a podcast, <laughs> you know what I mean? If, like, real-life Hitler, like, came back from the grave and was like, Hitler is back, and started a podcast, and people were like, boo! Ah! I'll bet it would, like... Uh, you would log on to iTunes and it would be like, new and noteworthy, The Hitler Show. <laughs> One star out of 200 million reviews. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of one-star reviews, we're going to get to hear some some very special one-star reviews from a new contributor on the podcast. That's going to be coming up later in the program. He kind of rubs me the wrong way. He kind of rubs me the wrong way, too, anyway. man. Yeah. But uh, he reminds me of myself a little bit, you know? Yeah. The... the the small part of yourself. Yeah, the small yeah. Part of myself. Uh, Mr. Dick Richards is here today uh, to read us some one-star Yelp reviews. Uh, that's going to be coming up later in the program. Oh, another thing you got to do this weekend is uh, you got to take John and his fiance Allison and the Fonz. Fonz, Fonz is the bomb. Um, our buddy Fonz, who, who those of you who listen to the podcast and follow the band know Fonz is our buddy from Houston who uh, who travels out to see us from time to time. Super fun guy. Yeah. About and, 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 the, and the rest of the Blind Staggers. And the rest of the Blind Staggers. You guys all went to Red Rocks mm -hmm. and Casa Bonita. So first yeah. tell me about tell me about Red Rocks first. Well, it's like the, it's the idea of like, so Damon wanted to play a solo show at Mutiny the day after the wedding because there was no real plans of what was going on. And he did this like a month ago. He's like, hey man, I want to play a show. And I was like, why don't you just vacation, you know? Mm -hmm. Why don't you just hang out here and enjoy Colorado a little bit? Mm -hmm. And uh, he got here, and he enjoyed the wedding, and then the next day, we were just kind of hanging out, and he was like, he saw he went to Mutiny. I think his first time at Mutiny. And he fell in love and got real angry about not, not, uh, not getting to play the show. But uh, instead of that, we went to Red Rocks, which he had never been there before. Right. And, uh... The Red, the Red Rocks thing blew their minds. Well, John, you, that was your first time up there, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was super cool. Like, it's, it's incredible. All right, why, why don't you explain Red Rocks? Because that was, that was a first-time experience, man. Well, it, it's weird because I only knew of it because, like, you know, watching videos on YouTube, people playing at Red Rocks, and I had no idea how big that freaking place was. And uh, sick. Yeah. Hard to walk, though, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, you live in the Midwest, and you, you like your uh, kielbasas and, uh, you know, all that good stuff. That's the part I wish I'd really seen is fucking six people from Chicago Go, trying to go hiking around yeah. fucking Red Rocks Amphitheater. I'll, I'll say, just from moving out here, me and Lori, that's that's no problem for us. Yeah. Yeah, we're just walking like, really? <laughs> All right. Dude, something's working for us out here. I just had this image in my head of them, because you were saying they were taking the elevator down. They took the elevator down the stairs to the museum. <laughs> we got it, you know, we looked at, we walked up and looked at the venue, and we parked on the top lot, too. It's not like we parked on the bottom and lot then walked and walked up. up. No, we you were at the top. We were at the Jesus <laughs> Christ, man! <laughs> it was literally all downhill from there. Well, all right, I should say it's not the tippy top. You know the stairs that go like the twenty stairs that are there that go to the secondary top lot. Right. That we parked right there right. into the stairs. I know exactly. That goes down to the plaza or whatever. Yeah. Yes. And so we walked to that, and uh, thank God Allison had her inhaler for Damien. Otherwise, he wouldn't have made it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so we walk over to the venue, 
and uh, check it out. And there, you see all the people running because it's a snow show. There's a lot of exercising people, you know. Right. But for people who have never been to Red Rocks, there's people who just exercise there because there's, uh, what is it, 70 rows? Yeah, yeah. Of, of and giant it, stairs. Well, and you guys are taking the elevator, and meanwhile, some no, no, old so, lady is fucking is doing yoga backflips up the fucking rows of yeah. steps. I've, I've seen cla- like track classes, or maybe it's just a yeah, track team or whatever. Yeah, track teams, yeah. They, they run up one entire side, run across, run down the other side run across the bottom, and then take the stairs, like, one level at a time, go all the way across, one level up, all the way across. Shit. And they're all running in a tight group, just doing that repeatedly. Damn. I sat there and smoked a cigarette while, while, <laughs> while watching them do that from the stage, and I was like, man, that looks terrible. Now, now, keep in mind, I'm not exactly running up and down the fucking, the rows at Red Rocks either. I'm not in that great of shape. I'm not either, man. That's, that's, but if you're that's a, that's a top wonder- level and you're walking down, like, you're walking from the parking lot to yeah. the top of Red Rocks. Okay, yeah. So, anyway, we, 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 get, we get to the top part and walk downhill to the venue. <laughs> we get to the venue and everybody's starting to catch their breath and everything's fine. They're a little tired. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're like, we said we're going to walk back so that we can hike uh, Turtle Rock. But before that, I said, you guys should check out the museum because you're already here and you might as well see some of the history of it and people who have played here. It's kind of cool. And they're like, man, is it more walking? <laughs> Dude, it's, it's right in here. It's it's maybe down a flight of stairs. They're like, how many stairs? And like, we get inside. And I'm like, Dude, it's, it's, it's no problem. It's right there. We get inside and they go, oh, an elevator. And I said, for real, man? You know, and we start walking down. I think me, Laura, and like one other person walked down while everybody else took the elevator down. And I'm just waiting there, like, because they're taking forever on this elevator, just waiting for him to pop out. It's like, come on, guys, let's get going. John pops out and goes, hey, man, you know this thing's free? <laughs> <laughs> so, so but, but once you were up there, like, just totally blown away yeah, by. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was, like, not even sure what I was looking at. I was like, this is crazy there is like nothing there's nothing more spectacular than like going to a concert at red rocks when the show starts like right at sunset and the sun's going down like you can you see it just like setting out there and like watching the rocks light up when we played when we played there many moons ago many moons ago you know uh, we played the set when that happened. Yeah, that, yeah, we did, and that was one of your first shows after moving. That to was Denver. one of my. I, when I was bringing them up there, uh, I kept saying, you know, the first time that I was shown Red Rocks was at band practice, and it was when I first moved here. And uh, you came in, you're like, guys, we got a show at Red Rocks, and everybody's like, yeah, I can't believe it, it's a dream come true. And I, like, and I sat back and said, what, so is that a venue, a bar? Like, <laughs> why is this place so awesome? And they, everybody stopped what they were doing and piled in the van and brought me up to Red Rocks and showed me exactly what I showed you. And I'm pretty sure I was just as out of breath, if not more yeah, so, yeah, at that I'm time. I'm sure you were, too. Just, <sighs> it's, it's incredible, man. One of my main goals for this band is to, is to get us on that main stage someday, yeah. man. It's, I found the plaque that had that show on there, too. Oh, the show, the, the Prince show? No, no, no. Oh, our show, the, the, the Punk uh, on the Rocks. The Punk on the Rocks show? Yeah. It was in 2009. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So technically, we opened for The Offspring. Yes. Technically. <laughs> technically. What is really cool, though, is it has, you know, Punk on the Rocks has Offspring, uh, what is it, Vandal, Street Dogs, and... Frontside 5. Alkaline Trio. But yeah, Frontside 5 is on the plaque. They are? They are on the plaque. Good for them, That's man. so awesome. That's great. That's really great. I found, I found the punk on the rocks and it was reading down, reading down, and then 
we're not obviously on there, but Frontside Five. Was, that's very cool. It was man. so cool. Good for like, them. Ah, that's that's something. That, those are homies. That's something it? that Bart will be. You know, Bart and and Rob Dog and yeah. Shane and Brooke will be able to like be eighty years old. And go they'll back be eighty years old taking their grandkids up there. And, oh, that's the punk rock band I used to play in. We played at the Red Rocks. Man, that's really cool. Good for them. Yeah, it's really really cool. Um, but then all right. So the next day to add, to add to the. Blind Staggers, Colorado, Colorado experience, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, the only thing short is we should have rented a Subaru to drive around. <laughs> a Subaru, as Sarah calls them. <laughs> but uh, we decided to go to Casa Bonita, which you guys all had here growing up. But uh, Oh, yeah. I guess you, you're better at explaining Casa Bonita for people who don't... Uh, Live in Colorado. Okay, so well, I mean, I, I, a lot of people know it for the from, from, well, a lot of people know it from the uh, the South Park episode. Which, that, by the way, we watched the night before. To prep, you did <laughs> your research. research we did before research, actually going, but yeah. we did it uh, mid party. Oh, so you were already Every, everybody's a little sideways, just watching this episode and laughing hysterically. So okay, so if you've ever seen the South Park episode where. Um, Kyle has the birthday party at Casa Bonita and tells Cartman that he can't go. Uh, you you are familiar with the at least the concept of Casa Bonita. If you haven't ever seen that episode, basically, here's the best description, the best shortest description I can give of Casa Bonita. Hold Casa on, Bonita. Hold on. What's your best short description of Casa Bonita? <laughs> I, I want Aaron to go all first. Right, right, right. It's a it's a shitty Mexican restaurant with a with a kitschy but badass tourist trap attached to it. Hmm. So it's basically like it's it's like well, that was clunkier. Yeah, it was clunky as shit. Well, no, okay. I was gonna say to go back to just getting one star reviews, everybody's talking about this damn place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, we were standing outside here and then uh, I pulled it up on the map just to kind of see where it was in relation. It was like some photos on Google Maps and I hit it and I saw the cafeteria style Mexican food. I was like <laughs> Oh, what is this? And it's, the pictures just got weirder and weirder. It's an indoor. It's it's a shitty indoor amusement park with a shitty Mexican restaurant attached to it. No, it, it's it's uh, a Mexican Chuck E. Cheese on steroids. Yeah. Oh yeah, well. Not on steroids because it doesn't have that no. much life and it's, energy pumped into it. Oh, it's, yes, it's, it's, it's like after steroids. Like it's like after steroids okay, have wrecked your body. Okay, maybe. Like maybe at one point it was on steroids, but it, it, it is like it's, dude. It is the Mexican Chuck E. Cheese in a lot of ways. It's fucking. It's a rundown spot though. Check out Casbonita. Yeah. Yep. It's very cool. And so, however, we ended up having like the most likes on all the photos I have had in the longest time because people were like you went to Casbonita. And we're like, yeah, we're blown up on the internet. Yeah, this right this this morning was sponsored you by Casbonita and Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, what God what bless. was your impression of Casbonita for the first time, John? Uh, again, not knowing what to expect and like being. It, it just it just reeked of like terribleness. Are you you awesome. al- you also by accident ordered the oh, worst thing you could have ordered on that menu. <laughs> I hesitated like right when we got up, Allison put in her order, and I had my mind locked on something, and it was like cheese deluxe plate. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe American cheese, maybe some shredded, you know, four Chihuahua cheese or something. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Let me do that. 
four enchiladas covered in like nacho cheese from that like got rejected from Seven Eleven. They're like, no, you guys use this. <laughs> they, they weren't even real uh, enchiladas, were they? They were just like rolled up flour tortillas. Just tortillas, yeah. yeah. It was and, terrible. And I had the chili rellenos, and those were actually good. You were, yeah. You said they were <laughs> well, actually. Yeah, they're, they're actually okay. It, you know, it's like uh, you know they they. Give it a six, maybe a six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a six. So you saw the dive show with yeah. the with the gorilla and the guy in the safari yeah. hat. Show hasn't changed in my lifetime. Has the food changed in your lifetime? No, the food has been diarrhea the whole time. Well, well what about the, did you have chili reunios? Uh, I don't remember. It's been that long. They probably have the same video games too. In the arcade, does it still smell like little kid piss? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So they you know have, the they wishing have... well too, with like the little uh, animated guy down at the bottom of it. Well, you probably couldn't see it because of all the years of dirt and spit and cigarette butts and vomit <laughs> and God knows what else that covered up the screen down at the bottom. <laughs> so the, the Chilorinos came because there was a food consultant that came for one time in the, the 40 <laughs> oh, years. Oh, yeah. It, it comes in and says, what can we do to make this thing better? We're known for our shitty food. We need to improve it. He says... Get some chili rellenos. I'm going to lunch. Yeah, yeah. That's Not right. here, though. Not here. Not somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere else. else. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, you would think that they would have revamped the place. Like, they, it, Casa Bonita almost closed down. And then that South Park episode came out, and it totally, like, boosted the place and kept it open and gave it a new life. You Worked would for us. think that with that, that money coming in, they would have been like, wow, maybe we should invest in making this place just a little bit better. Nope. It has been the exact same place the entire time it's been open. You, you can tell they acknowledge it, too, because there was a little Cartman doll above where the, you know, where the gorilla oh, yeah. and pirates and the divers kind of do their show. Right. There's a little doll, like, ten feet above that. I heard, uh, I heard the uh, Black Bart's Cave is not designed for Chicago winds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tell I guess me about not. that. Uh, well, you know, there's Damien Shrek and John here, and uh, we start going to Black Bart's Cave, and uh, it was all smiles, and ooh, this is going to be scary, and it was all good and fun, and then we got in there about 10 feet in, and the walls are starting to close in on the guys, and the bigger fellows are starting to look for the nearest exit, <laughs> like, sharply looking left and right. I can't figure anything out. Where am I going to go? And then I saw this little uh, cave entrance for, like, you know, the, the five-year-old kids that can run through. Right. That was right off the path, but it was lit, it was the only thing lit up. And Damien started freaking out. <laughs> Looked at that thing and goes, I don't have to get in there, do I? <laughs> no, man, there's a path right over here. Oh, man, I legit got scared right there. <laughs> I got you, buddy. Just like Winnie the Pooh. Just like, <laughs> just like Winnie the Pooh. Man, they probably still have the they probably still have the same games in the arcade. It's probably like a Street Fighter Turbo Edition. Street Fighter Turbo Edition and uh, Die Hard. <laughs> Did they still have the Die Hard machine there? Yeah, and the uh, and the not level ski ball. Oh yeah. And then what was that weird like Razor Scooter game that was like totally broken? Yeah, that thing was on a good forty five degree angle. <laughs> it's a rite of passage though. Like you got to go to Casa Bonita. So, yeah, the blind the blind suckers made it to Red Rocks. And they made it to Casa Bonita. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Bought a bunch of weed. Yeah, I went to the weed store and, uh, saw some good friends get married in Colorado. I mean, like, it was, it was very good. That's a good experience, man. Yeah, that's, it's, it seems like it would have been a good trip. And we went to both one-ups. And you went to both one-ups, that's right. Yeah. That place is cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, uh, let's take a quick break, and then let's, uh, get into the actual... Meat and potatoes and, uh, and and content of the show that isn't just us kicking the old peanut around. Um, hey, we got we, the whole show. Really. We got a we got a good show for you guys tonight. We're not going to have band practice, so 
uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna make a badass cool podcast episode for you guys. So well, that's subjective. It's gonna be a long podcast. <laughs> Hopefully, it's long <laughs> and good. Yeah. So uh, welcome to this Friday the Thirteenth episode thirteen uh, extra extended episode of uh, the motherfucking podcast. We'll be right back after this break. Now would be a good time to give a shout out to our sponsors, uh, all the people who helped this podcast and all the shows and the tours and the albums and the comic books and, and really everything that we do. Uh, there, there's some people who make that happen. Uh, first of all, Matula Plumbing in Des Plaines, Illinois. Shit rolls downhill. Don't be at the bottom. Make sure to call Matula Plumbing for all your plumbing needs uh, in the Chicago area. Uh, Mutiny Information Cafe here in Denver, Colorado at 2 South Broadway in the historic Baker District. Comics, coffee, books, live music, podcasts, all sorts of badass stuff. In fact, this is uh, one of their productions. That's right, the motherfucking podcast is a mutiny... um, yeah, it's a mutiny transmission. I forgot what the name of their thing was for a minute. It's like, it's a mutiny. Uh, it's a mutiny transmission, uh, which is a media service division of the Mutiny Information Cafe. You really got to go in and check the place out for yourself. Have a coffee, catch a show, read some comics, read some books, hang out, meet some of Denver's most interesting uh, artists and crazy people and uh, all the rest of it. Mutiny Information Cafe, Denver, Colorado. There's also Rocket Space Rehearsal Studios, which is the official uh, practice space of motherfucking ruckus, blind staggers when they're in town, white fudge. Uh, We see a lot of our friends down there all the time rehearsing. It's probably because the rooms are affordable. Uh, They come fully equipped with equipment, which they keep maintained and take real good care of. It's not some nasty uh, rehearsal facility like like maybe you've been used to in the past. This is a really clean, badass spot and and just a very friendly, upbeat environment to be in. uh, Very conducive to the creative process. Great place. Uh, Kate uh, Inez, who who created Rocket Space, is one of my all-time favorite people. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. She is awesome, and I'm very happy to see her succeeding with this business venture. I also want to give a shout-out to Evergroove Studio. That's the studio where we are recording the front lines of Good Times uh, graphic novel and concept album series. Um, Brad Smalling is a terrific engineer. He's a terrific producer, just a fantastic guy to work with. The facility is super cool, located up in Evergreen, Colorado, just a short drive from uh, downtown Denver, really only like a half hour, 45 minutes from downtown Denver. And you get to be up in the mountains and the beautiful trees and fresh air, and uh, it's just a great place. He and his wife, Jenny, fantastic people. We even stay up there when we record sometimes. Super fun. Check it out, Evergroup Studio. Also, make sure to subscribe to their YouTube channel. They do a lot of really, um, really cool content, educational stuff, uh, drum clinics, you know, drum miking clinics. Uh, they do, oh, they also uh, do live video 
uh, from Evergroove Studio. You may have seen some of the ones that we've done on our MF Monday series on our YouTube channel. Anyway, check out Evergroove Studio in Evergreen, Colorado. Badass place. And last and certainly not least, in fact, most, I would say, are the now 39 people who support us via a recurrent contribution, a subscription on patreon.com slash mfruckus. Uh, the, the people who back us on Patreon, what can I say? They are the 1% of our our people, our fans, our friends, our family who are just super ultra mega supporters that uh, really want to be a part in making cool stuff happen. Um, they get access to early content, like when we release the episodes of the series, they get uh, they get discounts on merch, pizza and beer parties, um, insider information, I exclusive content, all sorts of badass shit, all in exchange for a small recurrent contribution, basically every time we drop an episode of the podcast, so or not podcast, uh, every time we drop an episode of the comic series. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to our Patreon people. Uh, yeah, so that's going to do it for now for our shout-outs. Let's get back into the show. Okay. Uh, oh, I did it again. I did the okay. Yeah, that's right. Ah, man. I I'm just song. trying to that's stop doing one. it. Ooh, that is a cool one. Can we do that one? Yeah, we can do that one. Let's do that one. All right. So uh, we're going to call an audible here. We're going to do something um, from an old album. Uh, Ooh, this one. Time. This one came out, I want to say, in 2000. I can probably look that up. 2011. 2000. It came out in 2011. Oh, this was. If this came out in 2011, then it was... No, this didn't come out in 2011. I don't know, that's what it's it, it probably went to Spotify in 2011, mm. but I think we put out this album... 2009? In 2009, probably, because then we changed we changed the band name in 2011. Look at that, we have the parental advisory sticker in the yeah, lower right-hand corner. So, so, okay, so we're looking at the only album that we did under the name Fourth Year... Which, uh, which we've talked about this before on the podcast. We, we were fourth-year freshmen for a number of years, and I finally begged you guys to change the band name. And, and Jerry was against it, but a compromise was made that we would just drop the word freshman and because people called us fourth-year anyway, which I don't even know is a real thing. Um, still is. Yeah, I mean, some people still do it. Like, uh, say the fourth year guys usually. Yeah. Oh yeah, the fourth year guys. No, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So, fourth year. awful band name. Probably worst band name that we've ever had. Anyway, we're gonna do a song from. We're gonna that do a record. song off the, the last man. Uh, the Regulators record. The Regulators album. Thirteen thirty two records presents Regulators. Right. Wait, is that what it says under there? That's what it says. It's listed under thirteen thirty two records. Maybe. No. Oh no 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 no. Okay, that was that was just a playlist that Levi made. Right. That's what that was. You know, go to the what? Under the album it says thirteen thirty two records regulators. Yep. Huh. There it is. That's interesting. Okay, so we have this album called uh, We Named It 1332 Records Colon Regulators. <laughs> it's a very catchy uh, album title that we totally deliberately named our album because <laughs> we thought it would sound cool. Um, 
Anyway. Pretty sure he owns it. Yeah. This is a song off of the album 1332 Records, colon, Regulators. Um, it's a good one. It's available on, uh, on Spotify right now. Uh, this is a song called Mouth. And this song was basically like, we were like, man, wouldn't it be cool if like we had a song that was like, oh man, I got this girlfriend, man. And she's always like running her mouth. And it's like, ah, jeezy death to the moon, Alice. And I'm going to get you. And why do you talk so much? And her mouth is just always getting you into trouble, right? But then she gets you in trouble and you go to jail. And when you come home, she uses her mouth in a different way to make oh, up for, how, uh, oh, for how mouthy she is. So this song is about uh, a mouthy girl in two ways. All right, let's do it. Yeah, let's check it out. Is that Tay? Uh, that might be Jerry. I think that is Jerry. Might be me. This is, like, you guys wrote this before I got here. I, I just remember we were trying to do, like, like a bluesy, sleazy rock song, you know? Like, man, my woman, man, I'll tell you, man, she always get me in trouble, man. <laughs> hey, man, 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 man. <laughs> Did we, we recorded this with uh, Bart. Bart, yeah. yeah. Bart from Frontside. Frontside. Mo this was at Motoland Studios before the crash pad was even oh, yeah. thing. We are talking about the Red Rocks and having Frontside 5 up there. Yeah, yeah, the guitar player from that band recorded it. Man, this is a cool song. I ain't a kind of man to raise in my hand, or at least I'm trying to quit. Oh, so it's basically like, man, I would never sleep her, or, or I would never slap her. I mean, I'm trying to quit. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Got some mouth on you. You got some mouth. Oh man. Oh man. Forgot about that. And then like the cops show up. Like the cops get, uh, one of the neighbors calls the cops because basically we're fighting. Again, I never. This was like an extreme exaggeration of married life for me like 10 years <laughs> oh ago you God. know what i mean no, I, I totally an extreme exaggeration so okay so it goes it goes uh, just when i thought everything was going to work out fine she told him about my stash like basically like so in my head, it was like, everything calms down. And then she's like, he's got coke under the bed. <laughs> and then the cops like, like, grab you and take you to jail. You know, the, the voice is a dead giveaway. <laughs> what? Oh, that. <laughs> Coke's under the bed. There's coke under the bed. Isn't that just the, like... You won't let me have any either. Isn't that just, like, the stereotypical mean wife-girlfriend voice? Like, every time a girl is trying to... 
put down her dude. She's like, and then he's all, and she's all, does this does this song have the too cool to cuss line in it? It does have a too cool to cuss line in it. Yeah, we're too cool to cuss. So you have this to... was that was a Huey Lewis nod. We're yeah. like, man, Huey Lewis and Confederate Railroad, two bands that were too cool to cuss. Yeah, they, <laughs> they just instead of cussing, they just stop. They do a break. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's still that same old rock and roll music that really, really kicks them in the. Dip, 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 dip. Like, <laughs> Me and Tay going back and forth on guitar. Yeah, cool solos, man. Really ripping stuff. Oh, and then we, we brought in the Zippo and like did the Brian Johnson <laughs> Zippo light. <laughs> yeah, Tay had to pretend to smoke a cigarette in Bart's studio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is it. Five days and two weeks pay, they finally let me out. Getting out of jail. To, to take her to the river and shoot her down. <laughs> like, come home, she's all in lingerie and shit. Well, it's coming. I was saying it. Oh, maybe it's coming up so. You don't need to be no genius. Oh, yeah. To see she dropped to her knees, said, Big Daddy, please, and wrapped her lips around my... Too cool to cuss, you. <laughs> Too cool to say penis. Me and Tay, like, wow, wow, wow. What happened next? You don't need to be no genius to see she dropped to her knees, said, Big Daddy, please, and wrapped her lips around my... <laughs> what rhymes with genius, guys? Huh? That's pretty good. Fucking <laughs> so stupid. That's cool. That's a Tay Aerosmith vocal. Oh yeah. Band. You know that was Tay's yeah. idea, man. That's fucking funny. That's oh my stuff. god. <laughs> Wrapped his hips around man. Oh man, dude, sometimes I listen to the stuff that we've got out circulating through the world <laughs> and I go, I can never run for politics. <laughs> no. Ever, ever. Nope. Ever, dude. It's not for you. I'd be I'd be out like day one of the race, they'd be like, Exhibit A, your entire like career in music. First thirty-five years of your life. Oh, exhibit my. A. Oh my god. Well, that, that song's ridiculous. That's uh, that's mouth. That's mouth. You got some mouth on you off the regular. Oh no, off of thirteen thirty two records colon <laughs> regulators. Yeah. Um, which is what we named the record. <sighs> well, all right. Let's uh, let's go on to the next. Let's one. go on to the next thing. So we've got we've got a new contributor um, on the show. He uh, he's a jerk. He's a real fucking asshole. Um, but he's basically been harassing us since the beginning of the podcast. Uh, you may have heard us making jokes about one star reviews on our on our iTunes reviews. It's because literally the only reviews we've gotten have been from this guy, and they've been all one star reviews. And uh, he said the only way he's got he way would, too much time on his way hands. too much time on his hands. And seriously, the littlest big prick 
in the fucking in the whole world uh he said he would take down the one star review he gave us if we gave him his own segment on the show yeah um where basically he got to give one star reviews on honestly very cool businesses yeah like, like all the places he hates are like my favorite places yeah every single one of these places that 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 he's been sending us like they belong to friends of ours. So, for those of you who are listening to the show, just please know this guy has got our hands tied behind our back. Uh, there's really not much we can do about it. These are the opinions expressed in this new segment to the show. God, I can't even believe we're saying that. New segment yeah. to the show. Like, dude, that, how would, are we getting taken over? Like, we're just some little fucking band doing a podcast. How did this little fucking asshole... All right, well, let's, let's get it over okay, with. Okay, let's just get it over with. So... Um, this is one star reviews, uh, with Mr. Dick Richards. Uh, take it away, Dick. About time you fellas had me on the show. God, I didn't know how many of those fucking one star reviews I was going to have to write. Somebody needs to tell the truth about these, these fly by night scumbag bait and switch businesses that are, that are out there taking good, hard-working people's money from them and, and are offering some of the worst service in the world. Take, for example, my review of Benny Blanco's Pizza in Denver, Colorado. Here we go. Worst Employee Award! Exclamation point. On Monday, June 8th, at approximately 10.40 p.m., my friend and I placed two separate orders for four slices of pizza. The guy getting our pizza said, God, that's a lot of pizza for just two people. What the fuck? I canceled my order and restrained myself from telling him what an asshole he was. When we arrived, he greeted us by saying, quote, I don't work here, end quote. Very nice. A fantastic choice for a person to represent your business. You could have angels floating out of your pizzas, and I still wouldn't pay one single cent to be treated that way. One star. Next review. Streets of London, Denver, Colorado. Costume contest was rigged. Lady London won at the Streets of London pub. I call bull. One star. Next review. The Monkey Barrel. Denver, Colorado. Understaffed for events with rude bartenders. Here's some semi-friendly advice from your neighborhood community target market. Hire better staff and bring them on if you're going to advertise an event. I was never even brought a menu. If you were going to spend this much time on Facebook advertising, maybe you should hire bartenders that won't say they want to, quote, shoot them with a blow dart, unquote, to their customers who go out for a cigarette and still pay their tab. Bartenders are A, too drunk to be working, and B, too rude to be in customer service in the first place. Don't try to draw people in for an event if they don't care about their customers. I came in for a special night with my wife and was treated like I wasn't welcome. I feel like an idiot for promoting this place based on all the cool events I saw on Facebook. I have been wanting to come here for weeks. All the buildup you created was met by the worst customer service I have ever seen. Speaking of my wife, did I mention it was Valentine's Day? One star. Next review. Tui's off Colfax, Denver, Colorado. Unless you want rude bartenders and possibly a hospital bill, stay as far away as possible. This place is awful. 
That's gonna do it for this edition of One Star Reviews. I'm Mr. Dick Richards. Thanks a lot for nothing, assholes. Okay, so. That was something That else. was a thing that happened. Uh, our apologies to Tui's Off Colfax. Uh, God, who else did he just rip on that were friends of ours? Benny Blancos. Oh, Benny Blancos. God, I love that place, yeah. man. Oh, and the monkey barrel. I fucking worked there, yeah. dude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were talking about me. What like, a dick. What a fucking asshole. Anyway, uh, this has been One Star Reviews with Dick Richards. Uh, thanks for listening. Yep. Very enthusiastic, was it? Boop. 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 It's news time. Uh, let's see. Uh, this Actually, week we got we got John here. Can you just do the little news sound for us? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do this every damn week. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Good call. Yeah, Can you... man. I'm tired of doing that shit. Can you... I'm just gonna take old clips of you guys doing it and like remix it. <laughs> all right. Then. Run it. Run it through some filters. Yeah, exactly. and, oh yeah. That would sound badass. Actually, Great. all right. Well, I'm going to lunch then. Can, can you find <laughs> something here. that's like <laughs> kind of action newsy? Like something like that. Something intense. Anyway, let's let's get on to the actual news. All right. So uh, first thing, here's our uh, shows, our upcoming shows for uh, the spring and summer so far. So far. We are booking. If you want to book us on a show, you think you got something coming up, we're open to all sorts of ideas. Uh, Pretty much, you know, we're flexible. We like to work with folks. You can shoot me an email directly at uh, mfruckusinfo at gmail.com or you can write us on Facebook, contact us through our website. We're really easy to reach. Uh, But here's what we have so far. Here's Aaron's phone number. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Actually, probably, I give away my phone number pretty freely anyway. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, Yeah, so May 11th is uh, the next show we got coming up. That's at the Oriental Theater here in Denver with the Velveteers, Ned Garth, uh, Plastic Daggers. That's for the Punk is Dad, um, the annual Punk is Dad uh, benefit. The Mighty Punk is Dad benefit show at the Oriental. Um, All the proceeds or a portion of the proceeds or something, I don't know, a lot of the money goes... uh, directly to the Dorian DeLong Arts and Music Scholarship, which is a scholarship for young artists and musicians to be able to, you know, go to college and make cool stuff, make art, and uh, make the world a better place through it. It's going to be a very cool show. I've never played with Ned Garth, never played with the Velveteers. I think we might have played with Plastic Daggers once. No, you know, we never played with Plastic Daggers. It's going to be a good show. All those are great bands. I've seen all of them play. And uh, the the Tim Kiefer from... Um, Punk is dad is doing some really great stuff, and we really appreciate being on this bill. So that one's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the show starts at 7.30. It's $12 advance, $15 day of show. You can get your tickets directly from the Oriental Theater's website at theorientaltheater.com. Uh, after that, June 9th, we're going to be up at Big Daddy's in Glenwood Springs. On June 23rd, we are uh, tentatively supposed to be at Bowman's, like doing a small club show for an all-day festival event. There's going to be a... From what I understand, there's going to be 21 and up inside. 
uh, and then all ages outside. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be a wicked small show. Yeah, it's gonna, but it's gonna be a packed small show. Like yeah, fucking. I mean, we're we're gonna have us and the gear in there. It's gonna be packed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are gonna be packed in like sardines, man. So that's uh, June twenty third at Bowman's, the Punker Than Your Mom Festival. Damien played that that room. Oh, he did play over yeah. there, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Andy Senarusa from Trigger Rich played over there too last oh. time he was in town, which is cool. Uh, July 20th, we are going to be at the Mesa Theater in Grand Ooh. Junction. We're going to be playing right, with Yeah, we're going to be playing with right. In the Whale. That's going to be a fun one. We're getting a little further from home on that one. Yeah. There's there's something about a gig being a little bit more real when you can't like catch a cab home <laughs> after <laughs> that. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, and then the next night, Saturday, July 21st, we're going to be playing at the Mile High Parlay. That's Mutiny Information Cafe. That is going to be such a great show. Big outdoor stage, uh, free all-ages event. It's going to be crazy wild good times. Uh, we just added this show. August 18th at Herman's Hideaway with Dio Disciples. Yeah. That's, is it Dio's Disciples? It's just Dio Disciples. Oh. And uh, the band is managed by Dio's Widow. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, Wendy Dio manages the, manages the band, uh, Jesse the Ripper Owens, like the guy who filled in yeah, for Judas yeah. Priest, like for Rob Alford, he's going to be singing, <laughs> Tom likes it a lot. uh, God, who else is on it? Um, it, it really just like a, a pedigree lineup of, uh, of musicians on that. We're going to be doing that show with straight six and our buddies from Lotus Gate. That's going to be a super fun show. Again, that's August 18th at Herman's Hideaway. Um, we are going back into the studio at the end of August to go do some work on the front lines of good times. I've, we're planning on going in there with between 15 and 25 songs. We'll see. Tony is airing on the more conservative side oh, and yeah. saying like 10 to 15. I'm like, no, we can do it. We can do 25 songs, man. Let's go in there and make it happen. Uh, we'll, we'll talk later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going, we're going into the studio at the end of August. Uh, we are tentatively on the calendar. Uh, <laughs> we are tentatively much, on the calendar <laughs> to go do a uh, uh, a festival up in the northwest, up in Seattle at um, That's gonna be cool. at Slim's uh, Last Chance in um, in Seattle, Washington, on September twenty second. And uh, we're looking to book some support shows around that. So if you're listening and you're in the Pacific Northwest and you'd like to see us go up there, I'm sure we'll do a show at like Tony B's and Everett. You, or you know who like wants that. to go up there? Who? Staggers. Staggers want to go up there? David was talking about it all weekend. Hmm. Mm. Maybe we mm. should talk. That's, that, that's, that was the shoulder tap. It was like, oh. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah. All right. Uh, then also, as we've been mentioning the last couple podcasts, um, the European tour is to be announced. That's coming up, but it's looking like it's going to be end of the year. We're going to be coming to see you guys in Europe for a very, very big tour. Is that uh, say what? Is it happening? We we haven't confirmed it yet. Okay. Okay. So today is right, usually right. my day to meet with Thorsten, uh, our now business manager, yeah. um, and he asked to reschedule for Wednesday for the weekly meeting because he is having dinner tonight with our friend who uh, works for uh, a very large promotion company out there in Germany. So I can't well, say I hope, anything I hope, other than I that. I hope it works out. I hope it works out too. I got my fingers and toes and my oh. balls crossed. <laughs> like I've got my balls wrapped around my penis in a bow. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. That sounds pretty uncomfortable there. Yeah, let's see. Uh, what else? Oh, so we uh, just released another in our Motherfucking Monday series. We released our cover of yeah, Heartbreaker by Pat Benatar. What did you think of the video? I thought it was pretty good. I, I, uh, I, I know it's not your favorite song to do because of uh, the range of what it's in. Yeah, you guys, I, you guys refuse to play that in a different key. And it's so hard for me to sing. It's actually mostly because we already have it learned. It's like, well, it's four against one. you got to learn your part, asshole. Yeah, but, okay. <laughs> your guitar has certain, like... Your, your, your I gotta guitar move has my certain hand physical, where? You, you have certain physical restrictions to your instrument that you would never try to change. Like, you're not going to try and get a tuba sound out of your guitar, right? There's a lot of effects processes. Oh, get out the there. fuck out of here. You're not going to try and get a tuba sound out of your guitar, right? Well, no, but you're attitude. expecting me to to sing like a like a female like soprano, alto soprano, well, that, that's fucking why, pop star. That's why you need uh, your 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 vocoder thing that you're trying to get in on that. I'm I'm a gravelly uh, uh, smooth baritone, man. I'm not designed to sing like that. Yeah, but the song's pretty bad. Yeah, it was really fun to do actually. Uh, it, it was a really fun recording. Um, we we dro- dropped this one live at our last shows in Oklahoma City and Chicago. And before that, we hadn't done it in a very long time. I still think we should do the extended ending with Led Zeppelin Heartbreaker. Remember when we used oh, to do that? Oh, yeah, I forgot all and about Tay that. And Tay called it the song with the th- or the Take all that the sentence with a thousand periods because we kept having like multiple endings to it, which I thought were super cool. And I, anyway, well, we'll never know because we'll probably never end up doing that again. Uh, let's see. So that's on. Uh, make sure to check that out. I had some trouble promoting it today for some reason. Facebook wouldn't let me. Boost. We got we got some advice. Yeah, we did get some advice on that. So hopefully, uh, thanks Gibbs. Yeah, thanks Gibbs for being a problem solver. He's like, he's got like backdoors to websites. Have you ever heard of this stuff, man? You know what a backdoor to a website is? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Josh Finley, uh, who is illustrating our comic book, uh, What's that, peanut? expects to be finished with um, the second chapter of the comic. By uh, around the first of May, I'm I'm gonna guess it'll probably take a little bit longer. I'm gonna err on the conservative side here, but we are planning to release the next chapter of the Front Lines of Good Times this summer. Uh, we're very excited about that. This we'll, summer, we'll have a new uh, video to go with that. We'll have a new anima- uh, animated um, version of the comic. All the same stuff that we did in the first chapter. So we're very excited about the second release coming up. Thanks to our uh, subscribers on Patreon.com who are enabling that to happen. Um, I think that's all the news that's right now. That's all the news. That's, that's all the news, news for right now. That's a lot of news, man. Yeah. That's let's, a, cut, let's cut it off there. And we'll take a break and go okay. to the next. Cool. So it's one for the homies time. And we're, we're going to let our guest pick the one for the homies uh, contribution this week. So, John, tell us about who our pick is this week. So, a uh, local band from Chicago uh, called Something Beautiful. Guitar player's uh, Dale Tippett. Uh, I know the dude from... We met in fifth grade, and, you know, he turned me on to Kiss, and I really, really wanted to start a band. So, he was like, yeah, dude, I play guitar. I'm like, cool. So In the fifth grade? In the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Like, we were really productive, like, as little kids, and it was funny. So, like, I go home and tell mom, I'm like... Hey, I met a kid, you know, I, can I spend the night at his house? And I'm going to take some gear, we're going to work on music. And she's like, all right, okay, cool, met his folks, everybody got along, I'm like, all right, cool. 
So I remember the night before, Dale had to come with his dad to my place, and I had grocery bags with equipment in it, like a Casio keyboard and like some other shit and a little tiny amp and then my, you know, guitar. And like we took all that crap to Dale's house like every other week and it drove my parents nuts because like I wouldn't leave it there. Like I forgot the reasoning why, but it just kept coming back and forth and like... (laughs) That's commitment. Yeah. And, you know, we went through a couple of incarnations uh, with bands, and then the name that stuck was the Urinal Cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Which we had in big trouble at Lane. We did the, um, the talent show, and they're like, all right, fine, you guys are in, but you can't use your name. We have to call you the Blank Cakes. The Blank Cakes? Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? So uh, a buddy of ours is like... What is a Blank Cake, right? <laughs> so a buddy of ours is like, all right, I got you. I'm going to run on stage in a dress with big sign that says the Urinal Cakes. And I was like, all right, cool, man. And this was like a couple weeks beforehand, and I'm playing the talent show. We're having a good time. And I look over, and I see the dude, and he's in a dress. And he's like... I totally forgot. I'm like, yeah, get up here. And we're playing. It's like the last number. I think we're doing a kind of a drag by uh, the Buckinghams, just like a punky kind of version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're getting into the end. He runs up there waving the flag. And then, you know, we all get off stage. And then the dean comes and finds us. And this was toward the end of the year. And he's like, after you guys get back from summer vacation, in school suspension, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and they never made good on that. So... Tony asked, how come I'm not in this band with Dale? So when we got into high school, we started getting hair on our nuts, and we started (laughs) turning into our own little people, and then, you know, uh, we just kind of drifted apart a little bit, and I actually wanted to record heavier music, and uh, Dale was kind of like off, kind of like doing some other stuff, and then fast forward a couple years later, we kind of reconnect, and then I find out he's got this project, I'm like, this is exactly what I wanted to do, and you said no. (laughs) (laughs) So he created the band that I wanted to be in. Um, But, and like you guys, this thing's from a, a concept album, which... You know, I listened to the album, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then I asked them, like, why do, like, little motifs in your songs kind of repeat? Because they come, you know, throughout all the songs and little different variations. And he's like, oh, dude, it's a concept album. Because I can't understand what he's singing. But the concept's really cool. It's about a dude that's committed a murder, and he goes to confide in a priest. And as he's confiding into it to this priest... The priest is helping him, but the priest is going into his own black hole where ultimately he becomes a murderer and this guy, be, you know, becomes like born again, basically. Yeah, but, the, so- the song that we have that you have coming up is it's, it's like eight minutes long or something. It's eight minutes long. So <laughs> it's proggy as fuck, too. It is. It's cool. They're very heavily influenced by like Faith No More and Tool and all those crazy guys. Um, but Dale played this for me in his bedroom just on acoustic and I heard it and I'm like, Dude, that hook is tight. Like, that's going to be your jam. And sure as shit, I was 100% right. Every show, they close it with that one. <laughs> and he's never admitted it to me, but he knows I'm right. <laughs> I mean, it's a really cool song. Um, you were saying a lot of Dream Theater influence, too. And uh, I definitely heard some uh, typo negative in there a little typo bit. typo guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like super dark, synthy, droney, fucking uh, proggy stuff. Like, that... Like straight out of the 90s, man. Uh, So this is Something Beautiful. Daughter of God. Daughter of God. One for the homies. Right on.
long time since we've had these guys on the show, and I I really feel that if we're gonna do an extra special bonus, uh, extra long. Friday the Thirteenth podcast. We got to have these dudes on. Yeah, man, and it's it's very important. Especially, they, I, I kind of feel they like they mean we, well. They mean super well. And you know what? Especially comparing them to fucking Mr. Dick Richards at the beginning oh, yeah. of the program. They're a dream. Oh god, they're a dream. These are the nicest fucking guys by comparison. So I, I by figured, comparison, I, 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 <laughs> I figured I figured we should balance the show out a little bit. Yeah. That was the show out a little bit. So uh, please welcome, live from the Elks Lodge in Pueblo, Colorado, uh, Byron and Randy. Take it away, guys. Hey, thanks, fellas. Right on. Hey, hey, this here's Byron. Hey, hey, I'm Randy. Hey, man, we're down here at the Elks Lodge, and uh, it just so happens that, uh, man, our good buddy Stosh is here today, man. How you doing, Stosh? Hey. Yuck so much. Yeah, good to see you, Stosh, man. Man, okay, so, man, we don't get to see Stosh very often, but he's he's uh, he's this fella, he's a uh, contractor around town, and he comes to the same Elks Lodge, but we come at different times of day. You know, we're usually here in the evenings, and he comes here during the daytime, because, man, are you still doing them overnights, uh, them, them overnight drywall jobs and stuff like that? Yeah, you know, me and Zygmunt, we always do the painting and scraping, and then, you know, we, we, we there's a lot of work, this, but we do super number one. He's, he's the best. Yeah, man, if you got you got to do that, that stuff man, overnight. You know that that's a major benefit. You know to to, to doing the painting and the scraping I, and stuff. I couldn't do it, man. I, I say seven o'clock's my cap. Oh yeah, I, man. I go out to seven o'clock. That that's about it. After that, I better be in bed as soon about an hour after that. Man, you're you're braver than I am, man. Because I'll tell you what, I I can't do those overnights, man. I start to see double. I start to get tired. You start getting tired, man. That's when people get hurt. You know what I'm saying? So uh, so yeah. So welcome to the program, man. It's really good to have you on here. Um, so this week, man, you know it's a great band. Fucking Tool. Man, I love fucking Tool. And I know a lot of people in our generation right. don't think it's cool to be into Tool. But let me tell you something. Tool is fucking cool, man. I saw him one time. I drove on down to Red Rocks to go see him play, man. And that fucking Maynard James Keenan fucker, he had these fake tits on, but they, like, looked like real tits. And he had, like, the mohawk thing that I you always see that. him with. You know, he's kind of a mysterious dude. Oh, Not a lot of people good. know hey, a lot of You know what's a great Tool? What's a great tool? Bandsaw, man. I just picked myself up a bandsaw. Oh, hell yeah, man. Hey, you know what's a good bandsaw? That fucking DeWalt cordless? Is that the one that you oh, got? Oh, yeah, man. I got the 20-volt brushless, man. Man, how do you like it? Oh, I love it, man. I mean, you know what's a great band I saw? What? The Red Elvises, man. Oh, the, Igor and the Red Elvises, man. That's right. We saw them one time. Uh, they were playing over at the Oriental Theater down there in town. Man, they were a great, great freaking band, man. Man, Red Elvises, fucking awesome. Tool, awesome. DeWalt. Bandsaw's fucking awesome. I'll tell you what, man. The thing I really love about the DeWalt bandsaw, right, is like most cordless saws, like most contractors, they fucking laugh at you to use a cordless saw, man. Fucking, you use a goddamn cordless saw, your your your, your blade's gonna get dull because it's gonna bind up in the woods because all the juice runs out of that battery. But that DeWalt, man, you can fucking work every single day for a week straight, and that thing will never uh, uh that thing will never die on. Yeah, that's right. So DeWalt, if you're uh, if you're listening, uh, I, I do have my hat off for you, and uh, we sure would appreciate it if you would just send in some uh, some love our way, you know, down here at the Ellis Lodge. Uh, uh, Kara, Byron, and Randy, if you if you are listening to this. Man, you know what would be really cool is if, like, Tool could get a DeWalt 
a DeWalt bandsaw endorsement. Hell, just a DeWalt endorsement in general, you know what I mean? Because they are a band called Tool. You know what I mean? Like, they could get together with, like, uh, uh, Tim Allen, Tim the Tool Man Taylor, and, like, they could go in on this group venture where he could, like, make that show again where he talks about tools and shit, uh, fucking Tool Time. You know, I was based on a real show, oh, that was, man. That was a great show, man. I was based on that uh, that Bob Vila cat that we used to grow up. Oh, man, Bob Vila, he's like, to us, man, he's like, seriously, like John Elway, man. He's the greatest. I love this old way. Well, all right, y'all. This has been a this has been another edition of uh, uh, Man Knows a Great Band with Byron, Randy, and uh, our special guest Stosh the Pollock. So uh, thanks for stopping by, man. Uh, we're gonna go on down and get some of them Bojan cold cuts down the street. Pour another one there, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, back to the back to you guys in the studio with love from the Elks Lodge. Have a good one, fellers. Guys, that oh. was that was a really fun app, man. We uh, app? Did app. you just call this? I did call it app, and I've started calling it the pod. Oh man! Like when you and I are going, hey, let's let's pod today, oh, Tony. Let's get man. together and do the pod. Let's you don't do say it. that. You don't say that to me. I say that to you. I say yeah. app and pod. How did you get away with that? You've made fun of me already for oh. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you've like rolled your eyes and been like, yeah, pod. Okay, whatever you say there. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah, great thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. Yep. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. Help us keep making cool shit. Go to patreon.com slash mfruckus. Thanks to Mutiny Transmissions and Mutiny Information Cafe, Matula Plumbing, Rocket Space, Evergroove Studio, and uh, all our patrons on patreon.com. Uh, it's been a good episode, guys. Thank you also to Gene Skibbins himself, John Skibicki from Chicago, Illinois, for coming yeah. and doing the program with us. Hey, yeah, was fun. Yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, until next time, uh, scrabba dabba doodad doop dab uh, Who am I waving to? I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'll come back All right, now. Yeah. See you Bye. next time. Listening to a mutiny transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. 